about the Dallas Cowboys. We back. We back, huh? Hey, before before I introduce Nate Dog, well, I'm actually just going to introduce him and get it over with. Nate Dog, decade decade guest. You've been here for every decade episode. Whoever doesn't know what that means, we're on our 70th, 70th episode. Officially a, 70th, a 70th episode. Not really. We've done probably 200 episodes. Yeah, if you... <laughs> Probably. You know what I mean? Yeah, but like, crack him if you got him, son. Crack him if you got him. But we got, got we, we got Nate Dog here. He was here on 70, 60, 50, 40. I don't even know when we annoyed you I the decade it was 10. one. It was, think, was it I 10? Think, I think it was 10. So has it been 10 weeks since he's been on here? Uh, Yeah, it's been a while. It's been a while. That's crazy. I can't believe it would be 10 weeks. You, you know how I can it's tell? Been it's, been, it's, it's been a while. <laughs> it's been a while because I can tell Ad isn't camera changing. He's he's yeah, kind of no. been out of it because he's yeah. he's had it easy. It's just been us it's sitting over here. Right. You guys had a week off too or whatever. So. Did we have a week off? We were in Vegas. Oh yeah, I guess. We but back, we, but we did last week. And your guys' Vegas shit was just unbelievable. Just awesome, awesome work from you two guys. Had, by the way, we had a blast down there too. By the way, like Vegas was sweet. AJ still in Vietnam. Uh, he's in the jungle somewhere in Vietnam. He's in the jungle somewhere. Some, yeah, somewhere in Vietnam. He looks good. He's got his Viet Vietnam uh, touristy hat. Do any Vietnam people? Does anyone from Vietnam wear Vietnam hats? I guess I'm wearing a Canada hat, and I'm from Canada. So, <laughs> as I say, we got Mr. B on here saying this is his first podcast lit intro. Oh, and what then up, our, what then up? Our, then our boy Kilo C. Love you, Kilo. Uh, and he comes on and he says, I like the live before the live. So he obviously heard us as we were uh, as we were rolling into it. So this one's for Kilo C. Smoke weed every day. What, we, had it go, we had it going before I, we did the intro or it's what? So, it feels like it's so delayed today. It's, that it's fucking hot in here too, man. I know. I'm about to. You, know I, you, you got a de-robe. I'm about to. I'm about to whip my shirt off. We got tarps off. We I'd pick hey, this. Well, I'd pick this up. Sorry, AJ. I'd pick this hoodie up for fucking thirty bucks. Oh yeah, in the states, and it was originally a hundred bucks. So I think the guy screwed up because he yeah, said or you, uh, uh, everything on this rack's like thirty said. bucks, but this is like a straight up Nike hoodie. So AJ, how you doing? What are you gonna say there, babe? <laughs> Good. Uh, first, I was gonna say Adam satisfied him. That's how he got it for thirty. <laughs> but the other thing is, for we got our new listener. Tell him where he can. Uh, or should I just say it? I'm yeah, you can say now, it. We'll, we'll get we'll get you 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 roll it and we'll we'll do the switching. You you hit that shit. All right. Well, if you uh, are just just joining us or uh, just casually uh, wondering where can I hear more about more from these uh, losers, we'll go to <laughs> CowboysCanFan.com uh, or check out our social media at CowboysCanFan on every social media platform, including TikTok. What the fuck is TikTok? Uh, but here on our website, you can. Uh, Get our audio, look at our Instagram, check out our Twit Twit and uh, Twitter, uh, sorry, TikTok as well. And um, YouTube too. Subscribe, follow, like. I don't know what the other thing, what, what is it on TikTok? Who gives a fuck? No, it's at, it's <laughs> at, it's at Cowboys Can Fan. It's all at Cowboys Can Fan minus the YouTube. It's Cowboys Can Fan podcast. But we're, we're into all of it. We are into all of it. Do we got sound? Is everything oh, working? And, and, I think so. And uh, sorry, check us out on uh, Spotify and Apple Music too, or wherever else you listen to your audio podcasts. I got a bone to pick with not, Nate, not and not really even that. Nate himself. Oh. It's more so the team, his team. Yeah. They are slowly becoming the most annoying fan base to me. Yeah. 49ers? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if they'll just, it seems like all my fucking attacks these people are verbally attacking me online oh yeah but i think i think this the 49ers i think there's a lot of you i think there's a lot of 49ers fans and they really like to talk shit and it's fun 
Nate Dogg's always been a classy San Fran fan. Yeah. Legit San Fran fan. But there's some mean San Fran fans out there, Nate Dogg. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll <laughs> say this is you owned that guy, that San Francisco fan you guys met in Vegas. You fucking own that guy. And I talked to the other fans, and we have um, abolished him from. Being He's a gone. Fan. Okay. Well, that makes He's me. He's not a fan anymore. He's that makes a Seahawks wow. fan now. That's, He's a Seahawks We've regulated. Fan. He's a Seahawks <laughs> fan. Fuck that guy. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, I can I can see that there's a lot of um, asshole uh, fans out there, and uh, you have every right to call them out, make fun of them, and do whatever you got to do with them. I mean, I think it's like that with every team. We're, though. we're matching Super Bowls, so true. I think it's like that with Fuck every us team. Both. I think it's like that every team. I know there's cowboy. I'm sure there's somebody that thinks I'm an asshole out there. Oh, so <laughs> what you an asshole? No. So I, I'm sure that kind of goes with everything. But we're gonna jump into this. Uh, we have OTAs coming up on Wednesday, which is organized team. I remember last year we had to, what did you, what did we keep calling them last year? What did I, I started calling something them something. funny and then you couldn't get past it. Yeah. You just kept saying it. But anyways, OTAs. Is everybody showing up on your team at least? Uh, I hope so. Yeah. There, there's been Let's no, re- so. there's been no reports of n- none of the big players not showing up yet. Like you're ca- kind of talking about Debo with you. Yeah. And yeah. Well, Debo, Debo's not showing up because he don't want to play. Actually, he'll probably start showing up if he's going to get. Kyler uh, Murray's not showing up. Oh, you know, Kyler Murray. That one kind of, oh. that one kind of like that one bugs me. Like yeah. finish, finish, at least get closer to your fifth year option before you start at threatening least, shit. At, at least like, yeah, be um, a top ten quarterback before you can uh, finish a full anything. fucking season. The guy starts off so hot and then he just withers at near playoffs. Yeah. Playoffs. I thought he's. I thought he's handsome all the way through the season, but whatever. <laughs> I like that he have him stat. They have him statted at like six feet tall. There's no way he's like five eight in in, in heels. <laughs> yeah, he, he's like he's like my height. He's, he's like, short. He's like five eight. But yeah, I, I, right now I believe all of our players are showing up for OTAs. There hasn't yeah. been any big names, which usually there is. You usually have a name of a big player that possibly isn't going to make it. Yeah. But we're basically we're going to look at an article here from uh, Bleacher Report. And it's predicting Cowboys breakout players at 2022 OTAs mini camp. Are you all right? No, I'm going to choke and die here. <laughs> did you guys, did you guys um, get a, uh, a good uh, haul of undrafted free agents? Yeah. I, I don't know if you guys have talked about that. We, we haven't really. The Cowboys, uh, I mean, you can take this with a grain of salt. They were rated, had the best uh, undrafted oh, free agent did. haul. Yeah, good. they got rated the best. Because that can be key as well. Even if you can get two guys yeah. that are undrafted, one, they're going to be cheap. They're going to be cheap as chips, and uh, two, well, you didn't have to use any draft picks for it, right? And, so and it, it's it, all depth on your team. If, if a guy can play and fill that, so spot, we actually we 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 grabbed a center and a wide receiver. I believe I'm not going to try to think of the guy's name. He's a center though, and he's actually supposed to uh, challenge for possibly starting role right out the gate. Perfect. So you can get an undrafted free agent, and he's going to possibly take snaps at first team. That's yeah. fucking massive. Absolutely. So this Word. article starts off right away. It's a picture of my boy Jay Cox, who was the fourth round pick in 2021. He got hurt midway through the year. I've been a big advocate for him. I've kind of been pumping his tires. I do think he's going to have a good year. I do think eventually he's going to supplant uh, LVE. Um, we're not really, I'm just going to scroll through these showing the players that they have here. And then I kind of want to see who you guys think. So there's Jabril Cox right there, linebacker. Um, who else do they got? They got Dorrance Armstrong who's kind of supposed to take the lead over or take fill in for Randy Gregory's departure. So he has a, he has a bandaid over for uh, Sam D Williams. Yeah, exactly. Kind of be that stop gap until Sammy, Sammy, Sammy dub uh, starts getting some snaps. 
And then we have the their third one is the wide receiver, Noah Brown, who's been kind of a, I mean, we've seen flashes. I mean, him and CD when they're on the field, when they're lined up, you can't even tell. I know. It's so hard to tell them apart when it's the big, like the camera view when you're watching the game. It is hard, tricky to tell these two these two guys apart. He's going to have all the opportunity in the world, to which we're going to talk about later. Challenge for that wide receiver three spot. Yeah. Yeah, that's what we're. That's what that that was a big topic today. Is is the who's going to hit that WR three spot? Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna dive into that. So I'm just gonna open up the Cowboys depth chart here, and we're gonna do our own little uh, pick here. We we're, I think we'd pick each pick one player possibly at offense, and then one at defense. AJ, can you read that? Nate, can you read that? Yep, I can see it. And yep. if you guys are in in chat, I know chat's going off right now. But if you uh, have any comments, toss it in there. We'll try to answer as many questions or or bring up. Some of your suggestions or comments uh, as we go through. I would love chat. Timers. I would love chat to say who they think is going to be a breakout player. They have the list up. I'd love for them to say who they who they have who they have in their minds. AJ, let's start with you. Looking at this list, who do you think is a player that could kind of step it up and take a starting role as uh, in the Cowboys' offense? Well, okay, both of them are hopeful. I'm going to say two names, but. And then I'm and then I'm gonna go with the one that I think is that I that is actually has the potential. I think I'd like to see our center Tyler Biadazitz. <laughs> Biadazitz. Uh, <laughs> I'd love for I'd love for to, to see him come in and like just be a nice pancake machine. I don't know, do centers pancake? Oh yeah. Uh, but yeah, and but the, I really think that James Washington has some star-studded potential, especially playing with uh, Lamb and Gallup. Um, he's not going to have to face top guys generally on their on the other team's defenses. So, I, you know, he had some good years. I noticed him when he was on the, um, the Pittsburgh Steelers. So I hope he uh, – it's more of a hopeful thing. So but which one? That's what Who's I'm your guy? James, James Washington. You're going with James Washington? Washington. So before we go any further, green, you see the green on the list? Green yeah. names, those are rookies. So you said Tyler Baidas. The the guy that I was talking about that undrafted is Alec Lindstrom. He, he was the undrafted center that possibly – it's going to be kind of a three-way horse race for the center position here. What school was uh, Lindstrom from? Uh, let's click it. Yeah. Let's see. Boston College. Yeah, that's a big program. Boston College. They don't. They don't fuck about. They don't fuck about. I don't know how to. Yeah, get, they don't take pictures either. <laughs> I don't know how to get back <laughs> now, though. <laughs> Ad, how do I use this computer? How do I get back? Uh, the back button. That literally delete. I don't know. So what did you do? Oh, I clicked the name and I don't know how to go back. What is this? A Mac or? A, yeah, or? it's a Mac. Goddamn Lidstrom. You think? Oh, there it is. I just had it too zoomed in. Technical difficulties. <laughs> so I'll say this about AJ's pick, uh, Washington. Right now, they have him slotted in right now as the three watt, the R dub uh, or WR three in the slot. Mm-hmm. So they're saying right now in three three uh, wide receiver set, he will be in there. Which this is kind of flawed because they have Michael Gallup up there where he's not going to be starting the season. Man, there's a look at all the green at wide receiver though. That makes you a, a little a little bit nervous. Yep. Nate Dog, what do you think? I don't know how much you follow the Cowboys, but you must have an opinion on someone that could break out on the offense. Well, like uh, AJ was saying, uh, Washington's proven from um, Pittsburgh for sure, but uh, I don't know. Um, you better you better hope that your right tackle, the uh, what was Itsuku there, whatever that guy. I mean, you 
Right tackle's important on, on that line. Anything on, on the offensive line is what's important. And I mean, anyone that watched the Cowboys last year, we know exactly. they need some line play. They need guys that aren't going to get penalties, and they need guys that aren't going to get burned. And you and you guys were ho- uh, just calling for offensive linemen uh, through the draft and all that, too. Also, too. So, As well. Uh, too. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I think that the right tackle position, um, I mean, anything on uh, to, to protect your quarterback is what you – you have a lot of money invested in uh, Dak Prescott. And he's a good quarterback. Well, so. and they they let they let Lael Collins go in free agency did, yes. to the Bengals, and he was a mainstay at right tackle for a while. Absolutely. So they're really expecting Terrence Steele in his third <clears throat> year, and then, like you said, this Matt Wiltsko. Yeah. Uh, to to be able to perform, and it's still a little bit of a question mark. Like I I feel comfortable with Terrence Steele at right tackle, but you still don't know. Great great name, Terrence Steele, Mister Steele. Great name, <laughs> Mister Steele. Okay, and then over to Bandwagon Boy 1. What are you thinking? Uh, truth be told, I haven't really been paying attention. I've been working I on I hate when you say stuff. that. Just pick a fucking guy. <laughs> do you want to go or do you want me to just go? Just keep going. Okay, you're just going full on I, I'm, I'm producer? Just, I'm sorry. I'm looking at chat right okay, now. Okay, what's chat saying? Uh, so uh, Jalen Tolbert is Stefan Diggs in college. Jake Ferguson, TE2. James Washington had almost 800 yards with a good Big Ben. This is from uh, Jose or Jose Christian. Sorry if I pronounced your name wrong. And then he's also saying WRs come into the league more advanced than before. Cowboys O line was better than Steel Steelers. Yep, for sure. No, that that's some good suggestions in chat. But he's saying Jalen Tolbert, and I think we were talking about uh, when we're down with Noah Brown uh, back up in that convo. Yeah, J- Jalen Tolbert, our, our third round pick, wide receiver. Uh, the coaches have said he's kind of like a mixture of Ceedee Lamb and Cedric Wilson, like same body type. So if he can be half the player of those guys, well, you Look, want him to be the same, but. L- Legit, we're just talking about who we see as starting. No, someone that's going to make some noise in OTAs. I think Tolbert. Yeah? You're, yeah. Are you going to get an 18, a number 18? I might. His jersey? It's always safe. It's always safe. Alex yeah. Alex went risky last year and got a Randy Gregory jersey. It's always risky. Mm-hmm. A guy in, in, a, in a, a fucking, uh, what do they call it? An undri- like a, a, what's it called? A salary year. I don't know. <laughs> Before he gets his next pay. Yeah. A contract year. Contract year. A contract year. It, that's always risky to do. Picking like a Jalen Tolbert or like a Tyler Smith, uh, any of these guys to get their jerseys, you know they're going to be around for hopefully four years. Yeah. Uh, my pick on offense, I'm going to go with uh, – I'm going to go – I actually think our, – our, did someone say Ferguson, our backup tight end? Yeah. I uh, think Ferguson, our backup Ho- tight end. Jose said it. They, he's been getting some rave reviews right now starting out, and I think he's. I think that guy has a chance to be – to be legit. He's a blocker, but he's also showing some promise at catching. I'm kind of wondering if Schultz is going to take him under the wing or not, or just kind of like be scared of him. Do you think Schultz, Schultz will? is going to go up to him? He's going to go up. He's going to go up to him and be like, hey, set the fuck back. <laughs> you know what? So, I'm franchised. No one- this is my team, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That, yeah, he, I, I can imagine Schultz. He's, he's so like, He's so like courteous and nice to all the uh, veterans and like players who've been on, who've played in the league. But anyone who's new, he's just like the biggest a hole. Yeah, <laughs> it's like he he's trying oh, to like uh, be the cool kid. Yeah, but not even because he's I so mean. Crack him if you got him. Crack him if you got him. him, 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 him. him. I could see I could I could see Schultz being the like he's trying to um, 
what's it called when like new kids co- come into a frat, like trying to haze them? Yeah, haze yeah. That, no that's what... everyone, everyone's like, Schultz, just calm down. <laughs> Schultz, like, what? What? <laughs> I'm not gonna calm down. On... Another, guys. I'm not gonna calm down on these <laughs> on these pukes. Any <laughs> anyone that's a ga- anyone that's a gamer, uh, Schultz is a big gamer, and he actually on his Instagram just had a picture with Doctor Disrespect. I don't know if you guys know who yeah, that is, I do. but he just had a picture with him, and you know, Schultz he just had the biggest boner. Oh yeah, <laughs> boner Schultz. Okay. Voter alert. Okay, let's um, go to D- what medical thing. Mr. B in the chat saying uh, he thinks uh, Sean McKinnon, uh, McKeon will be TE2. Really? Well, I mean, and that's not that's not a far statement, right? He's That's what he's penciled in right now. It, there's a learning curve for these rookies coming into the NFL, so you're always better off. And McKeon did have a couple nice plays when Sh- I think Schultz was out. He scored, he scored in Thanksgiving, or it, Schultz wasn't out that game. But McKeon did, he had some you know, glimpses. So obviously he's going to be further ahead in the playbook, but in OTAs, I don't know. I just think in OTAs themselves, I think Ferguson's going to show that he's there to play. Yeah. And I, and uh, sorry, I also think that uh, also too, as well, uh, um, our number one draft pick will show up in OTAs. Tyler Smith. Yeah. I think he, I think, a bruiser. He, I think he still has that. Uh, I think because he was first and he wasn't, everyone was not expecting them to pick him and there's just a lot on his plate i think he's chip, gonna try to chip on him. his shoulder a little yeah. bit i think he's gonna try okay to let's move to defense time. uh aj what are you thinking on defense who's your who's your little uh pet your ota pet um let me see that screen i did have an idea you want me to zoom here. in a bit yeah zoom in in a bit yeah yeah sound. It's um I didn't just uh, stop there. I was I was just taking the, the brain was just, just taking I think I mean look I'd love it again uh, Dante Fowler Jr. I just I I, I again it, it's just I remember him from playing. I just his name stuck out to me and when I did my quick uh Wikipedia research on his <laughs> stats I, I liked his uh his sack to game ratio, but I, he's in it. He you can get injured. You um, liked his sack. That's pretty <laughs> fucking great. Nice work. It is. Solid research. Bro. I was looking at pictures of him, and I liked his sack. Yeah, solid <laughs> research. Man. Uh, that you know what though? If any of these, if any of our defensive ends can show anything in OTAs, I'll be pretty jacked up. So yeah. I agree. If if. Uh, Fowler Jr. can't because, like you said, he did have a couple good. I think he played for Atlanta and possibly the Rams. Yeah. He had a couple uh, double digit sack seasons or maybe just one. And uh, he has a ceiling, right? Like there's a decent ceiling, but he could also just be one of those signings that fizzles out. It's tough to, but he has yeah. boomer bust potential. And I like the fact that he's got, and he's not here to be a savior, right? He's just to, in to play in the rotation right. and do what he can do. Like we have a decent, looking at this list right here, I like, so far, I kind of like our defensive end rotation. There's some talk about possibly getting Robert Quinn, which we'll dive into a little bit later. But right now, I mean, it's not terrible. Like I, th- I thought it was going to be worse if we didn't get Randy Gregory. But looking at it right now, I don't, I don't mind it too much, to be honest. Nate, dog, this list. What do you think of your guys here? Dante Fowler, 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 yeah, Fowler, yeah, Junior. He's had some solid, uh, solid seasons in the NFL. I think, I think signing him. As AJ, you know, as AJ was saying, I think that's a solid little under the radar pick that you guys got there. I mean, that that guy's a legit, proven. I think he's probably what five, six years in the league. Yeah, something like that. I think that's a pretty good second line dude to rely on. 
Yeah, like when when D Law needs to get subbed out, Fowler get in there and make yeah. some fucking noise. Guy, he knows how to play. Still in the league. I think it's an under underrated pick that you guys have there is uh is Fowler. I think well well done on uh on Jerry before his um And you know what? I, I agree with you tonight, dog, <laughs> and I really appreciate that you're here again on the on the seventieth uh, decade episode. Well, I can't, I, I, Jerry, I, can't, I appreciate it. I can't wait till we uh drink scotch together. I can't, I can't believe we got young Jerry in on the <laughs> Young episode. Jerry's in the action. Like you guys are saying with this Fowler Jr., he has a possibility to push Dorrance Armstrong for starting for starting reps. Sure. Because we don't know. Like Dorrance, yeah, everyone's saying that he has a chance to be like fill in for Annie Gregory, but it's good. This competition between these guys is, is just is just better for the Cowboys as a team. Uh Jose uh Christian in the uh chat saying the defensive end room is gonna be ridiculous. Last time Fowler played with a good defensive player, he had eleven point five sacks. And he had DQ as his co- uh, coordinator before. So there is some yes, he did. Well, that's Lieutenant Dan. Lieutenant Dan. <laughs> Lieutenant, <laughs> the fucking Lieutenant Dan bum rush of uh, sound bites. I like it. Yeah. But yeah, you're right. It, it does make a difference. He was playing for Atlanta last year. Atlanta sucked, right? That you can't tell me that you're going to show up every play and play your ass off when you're down all the time, yeah. right? You, you gosh darn right, I will. Well, uh, you would you would hope you would hope someone would. So, Ad, looking at this list, what do you what are you thinking? What do I think? I think that I need to do a DraftKings read. The NBA playoff action is nonstop at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. This week, new customers can bet just $5 on any team to win and get $150 in free bets if they do. Looking to turn a small bet into a big payday during the NBA playoffs with DraftKings same game parlays, you can do just that. Create your own parlay by combining multiple bets like which team will win, total threes made, total rebounds, and more. Boom! You have a shot at an even bigger payout. Right now, all customers can place a same-game parlay with three or more legs and get a free bet back up to $25 if one leg doesn't hit. All you have to do is download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now, use promo code TPPN, bet $5 on any NBA team to win their game, and get $150 in free bets if they do. That's promo code TPPN only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Uh, same question, Ad. Same question. I know, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. Hey, 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 hey. I know. <laughs> uh, Sam Williams. Sam Williams. Hey, I like it. Going yep. with our second overall pick, Sam Williams. Yep. We would love to see it. We would love to see him come into o- OTAs mm-hmm. and just impress everyone, beat some of our starters, and get some uh, get some confidence rolling into the season. Right? I would love to see that. For me personally, I I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna say Jordan Lewis. Jordan Lewis right now, there's a lot of question marks at our second cornerback with uh, Kelvin Joseph playing gangster and Anthony Brown being Anthony Brown. Yep. I also think Anthony Brown is kind of flying under the, under the radar. I don't think Anthony Brown is as bad as everyone else does. I think he actually minus two games maybe last year. He had a half-decent season. I would like to see the battle between Anthony Brown and Jordan Lewis. And whoever comes out on top, I think I'm confident going in with them as our second, as our second uh, cornerback. Oh yeah, because because we might need someone uh, to step it up uh, with Kelvin Joseph potentially being suspended, not not being able to play, being on that uh, stupid little uh, list yeah. that the being Governor in, General has, being in prison, yeah. <laughs> possibly being in, prison, being in prison, being a convicted felon. Like that's cr- that. that I'm, we're not even going to dive into that situation. Another another guy I'm excited to see is Malik Hooker, uh, Donovan Wilson, like. I honestly think we have a low key 
decent safety group here with Malik Hooker, mm-hmm. Donovan Wilson, and J. Ron Curse. Like Hooker last year came in, came in. Uh, he was hurt. He was banged up a bit. But that guy, if he can get back to his form with J. Ron playing strong safety, I like that. And then Donovan Wilson, who was another one of my favorite players a couple years ago, kind of fell off last year. But we have a looking at this defense again, like. I would love to see Cox overtake Van Der Esch, 100%. I was just going to say, your weak side linebacker position, you better hope Devin Harper there steps up because... And then there's (laughs) Damone Clark. Like, man, I I like... I'm I'm feeling confident with this team right now. What about our Johnny Ridgeway there? Yeah, he's... He should be an honorable mention. He's another dude that they're... And he's he's kind of buried over here in the depth chart. It's it's funny that you're saying uh, Ridgeway because, I mean... uh, uh, Jose is saying he was going to get a Ridgeway jersey. Do it, man. The chat. They, yep. They're talking about how that dude's mean. Yep. Like, he's he's got a mean streak, and that's what we're missing. They were basically saying, uh, Mike McCarthy and the coaches, Dan Quinn, they were saying they felt bullied against the the Niners in playoffs. Playoffs. They're, so they went out on purpose and tried to find a guy like Tyler Smith, who's this yep. big bulldozing bully. There's John Ridgeway, who's another plus 300-pound guy with a with a little bit of a mean streak right uh, and that's what playoff football is it's weird and and don't take offense to this Nate dog but it's weird that we would be afraid and get bullied by the 49ers hey man the 49ers had a great playoff run last year yep they really did like they had a great playoff run and they uh, um, <laughs> um. <laughs> he said it Nate not me yeah, uh. Wins and losses, my man. Yep. <laughs> they they were bullies. The Niners, yeah. they ran the ball effectively because yeah. Jimmy Jimmy G wasn't winning nothing. No. They basically won in the trenches. They won on the line of scrimmage on offense and defense. And the Cowboys went out actually with their first two picks with Sam Williams and Tyler Smith to try to shore that up. Get some big mean dudes, right? The, the 49ers took advantage of the Dallas Cowboy weaknesses. For sure. I couldn't um, agree more. Was Jimmy G beating anybody not in this lifetime or the next? <laughs> but uh, I think what what I've seen from Dallas is you guys have recognized why you guys were in the positions that you were in, except for that Amari Cooper trade. Yeah, I don't um, want to talk about that. I don't understand that. But um, the rest of it, I think that you guys are working towards – Better than what you were last year because you had a, a few weaknesses, obviously, and developing guys to take uh, away from uh, uh, Leighton Vander Esch. I mean, that guy is a weakness. Yeah, oh, man. And ba- with Leighton Vander Esch, I don't hate the one-year deal that we gave him. No, you can't hate that. Because we still don't know about Drew Bill Cox. Cox might sure. not even be ready to start the season. So sure. at least you know what you're getting. Because actually, Vander Esch played all right against the, the 49ers. But the dude's been injured. The guy's been injured. And he's had significant injuries that I just think it's too much in his head. Yep. That he just, I, I don't think it's something that he can overcome. And he forgets how to tackle. Forget, he doesn't tackle. He just runs he with just, he just runs with players. and then He just runs with them. Yeah, it's like, right. oh, there's Leighton practicing his fucking 40 time again. Running down the goddamn field. Like, <laughs> just dive at the fucking guy, man. <laughs> The guy with the football, Layton. Get him. <laughs> football. There's been, there's been some good YouTube videos done by some guys that, that do game film about LVE, and uh, it it makes you wonder how that guy is still in the NFL. I, yeah. He's a team player. He's trying to spread tackles around. You guys want him? You guys want this one? Or no? Okay, I'll get him. I'll get him. Oh, a little late to the, little late to the pile. And then he just plays some grab ass. He's just like, I thought you had him. I thought you had him. I didn't want to take it from you. I thought you had him. Yeah, I just want to be part of the team, you know? It's a stat year for you. It's a stat year. <laughs> I, but with saying that, I don't hate that we brought him back on a one-year deal. 
It's low risk. It wasn't very expensive. It was cheaper than his fifth-year option. Familiar with the system. He's familiar with the system. He's a plug-and-play. He's a depth signing. Hopefully, Cox just overpasses him. Yep. And then he's still there in case one of our guys gets hurt. Yep. So this is going to kind of slide into predicting which Dallas Cowboys wideout will win the battle for the wide receiver three spot. Because last year, well, we thought going into the season, we had probably arguably one of the top three to five wide receiver rooms in the NFL. Yep. It didn't really pan out like that on paper, unfortunately. Uh, now we've lost guys, mainstays on the offense of Amari Cooper for a fifth fucking round pick, which none of us still understand. Yeah. And we lost Cedric Wilson in free agency to the Dolphins. We didn't have the Cheddar to pay Seti, which that wouldn't hurt me. Like I Seti, I was really starting to like Cedric Wilson. Mm. But uh, quick snapshot, if you guys had to pick right now, well, I think AJ kind of already picked, showed us who he wants. If you had to take one of the wide receivers on the Cowboys uh, depth chart right now and plug them in that wide receiver three, who would you guys go with? And this goes out to the chat as well, too. Yeah, chat. Slam, slam your answers in there. Hell yeah, slam it. Slam what it up, down. What up, Dallas Cowboy Slam Cowboy it Chris. down like you're slamming that like button, son. Dallas Cowboy Chris is in the house. Well, what up, Chris? I, I, would, I would say this. if I, I just think that, well, I guess I do hope to uh, in both pieces, but I think like Tolbert would be the better one I'd like to see him move up quickly. He's the rookie. Uh, I like I basically anyone who can fill in there, and I think we have a good option between Washington and Tolbert. It probably is going to not end the same way it starts. You know, maybe there's a season bold prediction uh, or boldish. Yeah, it's not super bold, but well, like you said, it, it's definitely going to start off different because we're missing Michael Gallup. I honestly think the mm. bigger question out of the get go is who's our wide receiver two. Because you don't you don't have Michael Gallup right off the hop because he's coming back from that that uh, the knee injury. So you definitely C D Lamb number one eighty eight. He's rocking that eighty eight. It's your time, C D Lamb. The fucking training wheels are off. It's time yep. to get a thirteen hundred yards, eight to twelve yep. touchdown season. Like it's you don't got Amari Cooper anymore. You don't got Seti Dandy fucking in the slot. It's time for C D Lamb to show why he's wearing eighty eight. Like it's it the lights are on it's on you and Dak needs to get him the ball Dak well but Michael Gallup has kind of been our mainstay at our our wide receiver two for the last five years six years five years and he's out so who's starting who's who's going to be wide receiver two even can we can and and like unfortunately you can't count a tight end in there I feel like last year uh, I felt like last year. Schultzy was more of a WR2 or WR3 than some of the guys on the team. Yeah, but you, you'll never like... No, I get it, but and, I'm just... And kind of off uh, offside here a little bit or off topic here. Um, I was reading an article today. This isn't to do with the Cowboys. This is actually Sam Fran. George Kittle had come out and said, had asked, or basically stated that uh, Travis Kelsey has been, in over the last six years, has had more rece- receiving yards than any wide receiver in the NFL. But the guy makes fifteen. Oh. The guy makes fifteen million dollars a year, where these premier wide receivers are making thirty. Yeah. So Kittle was kind of yeah. going to bat to hit for his for his position group, saying, and Kittle also another awesome. He's yeah. got to be up there somewhere in the last six years for receiving yards. Sure. Um, but they're basically saying these tight end spots, and kind of like you said, you felt like Schultz was probably our second best receiver sometimes. It sucks because it felt like Dak had more. Uh, well, it doesn't suck. Dak had more chemistry with Schultze than he did with uh, C.D. Lamb. It's a safety blanket, right? Yep. Yeah. You you can you can kind of use the matchups, and it depends who they decide to double, right? Like, I doubt Schultze was getting double teamed no. very often. People like, get away from me, nerd. <laughs> yeah, get, a, get away from me, dork boy. <laughs> Nothing against Schultze, well, five think, fundamentals. 
<laughs> yeah, exactly. And when Chelsea's out there playing with his five fundamentals, I mean, just look what he can do. His stats last year were like honorable mention as a slot wide wideout. So um, it, if you if if he if he's out there, it, I can always consider it being like four receivers because we know he's probably looking for that catch. Hey, Jack, I know I'm supposed to block on this on this one. Feeling in the, I'm feeling it in the loins, bro. I'm feeling it in the loins. <laughs> so here's Schultz's stats. And not wearing a jock. Yeah. Here's Schultz's stats. <laughs> he had 78 receptions last year. Not crazy. Not the craziest amount of yards, but he had eight eight touchdowns. That's mm-hmm. that's pretty decent, man. Eight touchdowns. Yep. That's that's probably one. Like you said, was probably almost top on the team. Well, he's I mean, also it, he's also better than he was in 2020. So, oh, 100%. He yeah. was he had he was playing you know. he was kind of the number 2 tight end in two, yeah. 2020. He's for sure going to be the TE1 going into this season. Cuz even last year going into the season he wasn't expected to start. You, you don't you, you don't want a receiver making 40 million dollars. To me that's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. You could spread well they, what they're saying is it's with the tight ends here, the market for the tight end is going to kind of rebalance itself. Yeah. And the thing with that, you're not getting, look how many wide receivers came out of the first and second rounds. Yeah. Like they're, they're mm-hmm. yeah, there's fucking wide receivers everywhere. It's way harder to find a starting tight end. Absolutely. And uh, George Kittle also had mentioned on the last, I think five or six Super Bowl, Super Bowl winning teams, all of them had very good tight ends. Yeah. Right. So it's, it's a position that can't get overlooked and it's a position that teams are going to start going, Oh, Hey, George Kittle's up for his next contract. Well, yeah. maybe we'll give him $25 million if San Fran only wants to give him 15 Yeah. Right? So. Yeah. The, uh, the, in chat right now, there's a little bit of debate going on in terms of the, the wide receiver situation. Okay, let's hear it. Um, so, uh, Jose's saying CD's about to ball out. There's a reason two Super Bowl winning uh, head coaches got rid of Cooper. So he's saying Cooper Fair. could have been an ish. Fair. Um, Coop Whitson, welcome back, uh, is saying, uh, to Jose, getting rid of Cooper was stupid. Jose saying Polar would get slot sure it's reps. Jose, Ad. Jose, Jose, <laughs> Josie, or maybe it's Josie. So yeah, maybe Jose. Uh, <laughs> Jose saying Polar will get some slot uh, reps this year, which I agree with. Yeah, and then um, and then Coop's also saying that Schultz was top five last year. Oh, definitely. Everyone's saying Schultz I is mean, real look, deal. We love it. AJ loves the it. The more we talk about the roster, guys, the more we talk about the roster. Dare I say it? Dallas Cowboys Super Bowl. Oh, <laughs> oh shit! Nate Dog, what hey, do you think about that? that son? Get the lights going on this. Biatch. Oh, shit, Nate, know. Cowboys Super Bowl. What do you oh, think God, about this? Adder, no, no, no. am I on the? You got knocked the fuck out. <laughs> you don't want these hands. <laughs> you don't want these hands. Look at this light show. I love it. Ad, how do I was gonna do the weed and boys going, but. Oh. Yeah, Nate. How do you like that, son? Super Bowl champs, twenty twenty two, boy. Super Bowl champs. Hey, you know what? I'd be. I'd love to be a part of that uh, podcast. That's all I can tell you. Oh my god! I, if uh, we if we make the Super Bowl and we lose, you guys are gonna have to put me on. I'm not gonna say suicide watch, <laughs> yeah. but you're gonna have to watch me from going on a bender. Live suicide watch. I basically <laughs> had to call in sick on t- the Tuesday after yeah. Super Bowl because and we weren't even in the game. We weren't even in it. <laughs> we weren't even in it. None so. of our teams were even in it. <laughs> yeah, I hate both teams. That was a great party though. We had <laughs> fucking hate both teams. We had a great party. Great party. So last thing I'll say about these three wide receivers, we got uh, the guys in running are James Washington, Noah Brown, um, Jalen Tolbert. We it's a good it's a good problem to have. I think Tol I th- I I think Tolbert Tolbert doesn't have. I think any one of the receivers in CD included has a shot at. Like I, the, here's the shitty thing. What 
I I feel like a rookie coming in like Tolbert could possibly connect with Dak more than CD and then become like his go-to target. Again, last year it felt like we were seeing more hits to uh, Cedric Wilson, um, more to Schultzy, not a lot to CD. What was CD's uh, stats at the end of last year? I'll get it for you right here, bruh. I don't usually rant That's about stuff, but no, this is, keep keep well, ranting. You, you rant, rant while I get this. Um, I just I I feel that I think I'm a big CD fan. I have his jersey. Uh, I like wearing humble uh, brag. I like wearing pack of eighty eights uh, with my. I mean, that's a pretty my, good style. With line. my homie uh, uh, bandwagon boy number two, who's out in Thailand, uh, Vietnam right now. Um, but I I just feel that you do need to have that chemistry between the quarterback and the wide receiver. I mean, add this is nothing to scoff at here though. Seventy nine receptions, eleven hundred yards, and. Six touchdowns. He didn't yeah. even play all seventeen games. No, did he? he didn't. No. I would like to see. I'd like to see that touchdown number. My biggest worry is Dak gets scared to just if you're if you have CD Lamb one on one, even if he looks covered, you throw him the ball. It was the same thing with Amari Cooper. If Amari Cooper was one on one with somebody, you don't even think about it. You just throw it to him. Great route runner too. You just throw it, and Dak yeah. sometimes Dak sometimes is scared to do that. Which yeah. I at this point like. Yeah. It's been well, a while since Romo, but Romo never was scared to throw at To or throw well, that, at Dez. Yeah, ever. That, that's what uh, that's what Aikman was saying after their after that last game where they got fucking kill shot from uh, from Nate Do Double G, um, <laughs> and and they were, and Aikman was saying you you give the ball to your players and you fucking let them take care of it after after the reception. You don't scramble with fourteen <laughs> seconds left. You yeah. throw and, it to the end zone whoa, to one of whoa, whoa, whoa. you and, throw a damn jump ball to one of your wide receivers. Right, yeah, you get you get a pi. Okay, so anything. Write this down. Uh, uh, Ho- Jose Christian has a bold prediction okay. oh. for the uh, for CD Lamb this year: fourteen hundred yards, ten touchdowns. Jose prediction: fourteen hundred yards and ten touchdowns. Wow, yeah, that's good. Yeah, totally fine. So I was gonna say, yeah, you hit it, AJ. So, so his stats. 79 receptions last year, 1,100 yards, six touchdowns. I would be happy with uh, 89 receptions plus, 1,300 yards plus, and eight plus touchdowns. Oh, so, shit, yeah. 100, 100 fucking percent, I'd be happy with that. I would like C. to see Lamps, double digiter. This is C. Lamb's third year? Third, yeah. He's going into third. And this, even his second year was pretty – This his, his 2021 and 2020 seasons are pretty much – I'm not going to say identical, but they're not far off. No, they're the average yeah. is close. The longs close. The TDs are close. The yeah. attempts, like they're pretty. And he's the man now. He's the man. Yeah, this is the time. Give You're 88. You know what? You got a lineage. You got, um, fucking Dez, uh, Michael, Irvin. Michael Irvin, and Drew Pearson. Like you're yeah. now. You're up. Yep. You're up, buddy. Time to take those. Like I said, training wheels off, and time to burn some motherfuckers. Oh, we got some. Uh, up, we, we got some friends. Uh, Stephen White and and Jose are friends, and uh, Stephen White saying he's smoking after work. So this one's for you. Smoke weed every day. You gotta get it. You unless, gotta you're, get th- unless you're smoking, unless you're smoking cigarettes, and you should just definitely quit. Because if you're smoking cigarettes, you should be smoking. Smoke weed every day. <laughs> AJ looks like he's in a fucking weed farm right now. AJ, 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 AJ <laughs> just AJ, just lean back like you're about to go disappear. <laughs> yeah, keep going. Oh, you can't! It's, wow, that's a good. That's a good, that's a good uh, for you. Like turned your head last time, and you were gone. <laughs> What's the weed like in Vietnam? Yeah, AJ, can you smoke weed in Vietnam? Are you allowed saying it on this, or else you're gonna get? Yeah. Well, I mean, I I do what I want. I've always done what I want. 
Okay. So are we gonna have to are we gonna have to fly out to Vietnam to give you like clothes and stuff yeah, when we, you're in prison? Are we gonna do midnight express? No, guys, or I mean, crack them okay. if you got them, son. Joke. We'll break the joke here. I'm in Studio B. This has all just been a ruse. <laughs> AJ's just in the next room. Yeah. <laughs> okay, what do we got next here? So we did the predicting the th the third wideout. Okay, this is an another one. So there, PFF came out saying Demarcus Lawrence was the Cowboys' most underrated player, uh, which I don't really think he is. I, I right. expect a lot from D-Law. Uh, he was hurt a little bit last year. H hang on a second. What? Lincoln Blake, we've never seen you in the chat before. He just says, "Hey, I have a weed company." So, we are totally open for sponsorships. Uh, hit us up. Um, our boy uh, AJ, uh, who is in Vietnam right now, he uh, he loves the weed. He allegedly he, he, he ale allegedly loves the weed. And we'll actually do our commercial for you is we'll all eat the edibles <laughs> yeah. in this locked up room enough that we're going to be panicky yeah. and we're just going to let it play yeah. out. We'll, 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 we'll live stream it. We'll live stream it. We'll just live stream it. Uh, it'll be Cowboys can fan does weed yeah. <laughs> smoke them. If you got them smoke weed every day. Okay. Sorry. We cut you off. We're, uh, no, we're all on good. to uh, some D laws. Yeah. So actually, D so what? you're talking about D law being underrated. I'm not, I don't think he's underrated. Uh, uh, well, you're you're saying he's not underrated. PFF is. PFF is. Uh, Kahuna said earlier on, I was going to try to, I posted it on there. I was going to mention it. I don't like to kick the flow out, uh, but I'm going to kick it out right now. Do it. So he goes, yep. give D-Law some reps one-on-one -on, -one on offense and put up a jump ball. That's Hell yeah. Remember D-Law's uh, fumble recovery return oh, for yeah. touchdown? Yeah. And that's when Schultz, was basically blowing him oh, on the yeah. side. Teach me, teach me, teach me, teach me. But yeah, D-Law had some moves. I would love to see D-Law, even at tight end, man. Oh yeah, we're, we're, we're big D-Law fans Big D-Law fans. And I don't think he's underrated. I think D-Law, I expect actually a lot from D-Law. I expect him to be a, a, a all pro uh, pro bowler next year. I don't think he's underrated. Okay. That's all I'm saying. PFF did this article by uh, the Landry hat. Lauren Barash. Uh, they're basically saying that pro football focus recently released an article picking the most underrated player on every NFL team. Oh, wow. The answer for the Dallas Cowboys was a bit surprising. Although the writer did make it clear that the list was comp comp comprised of players who may get a bad rap over certain stats without looking at the whole, the choice feels odd. Sam Monson, a PFF writer. I love that they're just sewering this guy. Uh, believe that the player for the Cowboys was Demarcus Lawrence. So, I, yeah, and, and what this writer's saying is, and this is Lauren Barish, so why did the Cowboys wait so long to sign Lawrence to an extension? Why does PFF believe he's underrated? Because as an edge rusher, he doesn't put up good sack numbers. But he is an absolute beast against the yep. run game. Yep. D-Law is one of those guys that you will not see him quit. If the guy gets past him, You'll see him some, and it's Leighton Vanderish is a linebacker. He should never be running downfield trying to tackle a guy. D-Law is rushing the quarterback, sometimes won't get the quarterback. A guy will get a screen, and he'll get the tackle eight yards downfield. Like, that's just a hustle play. Like, you can't teach that. And I, I to me, I don't think he's underrated. I think he's a, I think he's a great leader, a great teacher, and I, hope, I expect him to have a great season. Who, okay, so AJ, who do you think? Okay, so actually, for both of you guys, then who, if D Law isn't the most underrated player, who do you think is the most underrated player? Get on the these team? guys first. Get Nate and well, uh, Stephen White uh, in the chat saying AB and LVE are the most underrated. Fuck LVE. Sorry, man. Nothing again. <laughs> I love that you're commenting in chat, but LVE just does it different to me. I just, no. I can't like, I can't like the guy. I just, 
the fact whenever LVE does he something, is not under, uh, underrated. That's for sure. <laughs> I like the AB call though. I think AB is underrated. Yeah, hundred percent. Um, we also have uh, where is it? Tony Pollard is underrated. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that's my my guy is. Uh, oh, who yeah, I think is Coop. is Tony Pollard. Now that's that's just based on a couple recent. Uh, um, comments from people online that I see that just really fires me up when I see them say, and this is not a knock on Zeke, but they say, oh, Zeke is the, is miles ahead of Pollard. And I just go back. I'm like, are did you, how many games did you watch? Like every time Tony caught the, touched the ball, he was getting first downs. It was wild. So the crazy story, Ad, the crazy thing with Tony Pollard, I wouldn't even say underrated. I'd say underutilized. Yeah, that's exactly what Mr. Yeah. B just right? said. Underutilized. Yeah, the exact, like, the exact same I think, thing you I think said. both of those guys could be on the field at the same time, but Tony Pollard needs to get the ball in his hand. Yep. Jeez, are you all right? Well, what's Do the we definition? What, what's the definition of, of underappreciated? Is, is it... Is it well, underappreciated or underrated? Oh, the, no, but the, the, is it the fan consensus? Is it is it the stats? Like, what are we looking at? Here? Well, you know I think it's, I mean? it's a personal so opinion, but in this article, they actually they, they named two people, Jaron Curse, which who I actually was going to say, and then Tony Pollard. Mm-hmm. Here we are again. This is for Pollard. Here we are again making a case that Pollard is grossly undervalued and underused. Zoom and in under, for us. Zoom, oh, I'm not zoomed in that much. There you, there you go. go. There you go, son. Tony Pollard, where, where was I? And underappreciated. PFF themselves even graded him as a top four rusher in the league despite being considered a backup on the depth chart. That's wild. He also had the highest rushing grade, which is 90.3, of all backs in the entire NFL. Yet Pollard is still set to make rookie money in 2022 and will likely start behind Ezekiel Elliott once again. But he's the he's the Prince Charles waiting for the Queen to to, uh, <laughs> to, to die die kick, kick, it, kick it over COVID. <laughs> uh, while Lawrence may be underappreciated based on his sack numbers, it's hard to argue that he is truly underrated compared to others on the roster. His impact seems to be widely appreciated and ultimately known by both fans and in the front office. Which that's how I kind of stand. Um, J. Ron Curse, I think, is underappreciated. Uh, Jose just said that. Yep, J. Ron Curse. But go, trying to say guys outside of here, the Anthony Brown one, whoever who said that in chat, Blake was his name. Twenty one Armando, twenty one is in the house. What up, twenty one? Yeah, uh, uh, Mister B said Pollard is underutilized. Yeah, he he said Pollard was underutilized, but someone said AB. They thought AB was the most. Underrated. Oh yeah, AB. And then everyone's now kind of going off saying Hooker might be the another underrated. player. Oh yeah, and yeah. and he has it, and that's a good spot to be as a player. Yeah. Oh you yeah, know? no, yeah. no pressure. Underrated is way better than being overrated. A hundred percent. You would way rather be underrated than overrated. Except yeah. for the money factor of exactly. Yeah, you're right. So let's actually hey. play. Let's hey. play. You're right. Let's play devil's advocate here. And who do we think is the most overrated player? And this is to chat also. Okay. Who do we? Th- we don't have any articles about this, so this is just pure can fan uh, original content. Who do we think? And Nate, you being an outside yeah. fan. I would love to hear who you think, because you're going to have probably a better opinion. Well, d- definitely Ezekiel Elliott for me. Zeke, number, yep. Number, I mean, give us give us reasons. Got to back that he, opinion up, son. And, he, and and I'll go with it. He could be a great. He's just overpaid for his production rate. I mean, you have Tony Pollard, and I and I feel same underrated and could just take over for Zeke. I think, as you guys have been saying here, uh, in previous podcasts, this is Zeke's last year. I think. Cowboys guy makes a lot of money production not there so he would be overrated but I mean I think underrated for me outside looking at the Cowboys underrated for me is Dak Prescott underrated I like to hear that but then I also got to say overrated for Dak Prescott at the same time 
Also two. Also two. Two, two as well. Polarizing. Wow. You might call him polarizing. Did you just yeah. multiverse, multiverse that decision? <laughs> yeah, he did. <laughs> Nate, Dogg's, Nate, Nate Dogg's in the multiverse of madness right now. <laughs> did, Dak, did Dak Prescott just disappear <laughs> off the planet? It's the only universe I can uh, work within, I guess, is the multiverse. I like those answers yeah. though. The Zeke thing, uh, I'm a I am a big Zeke fan. Okay, yeah. so d- when when if you're because um, someone's saying something about overpaid, I don't know who they're talking about there, but I could Zeke. When we say Zeke and and Dak Prescott, do you think Zeke and Dak Prescott are both overpaid? I I think Zeke overpaid, but not overpaid at the time. I mean, when he was running and he made that deal, that was. Mm-hmm. But it's just for me, running backs. Are just like receivers is like well, holy. Why the fuck are you giving them so much fucking money? You can find one in twenty. I mean, in, in eight, yeah. eighteen of the first what twenty six picks were receivers yeah. or something. And you're paying one thirty mil. And 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 you're trading Devonte Adams for first round picks. It's not sustainable. This wide receiver sign up for forty million dollars. Like holy fuck. It's not sustainable. You're you're gonna no. see that fade out. It's the same thing. Uh, running backs used to be overvalued in the nineties. Exactly. Late eighties, early nineties. Now the game's obviously going to a passing game, so everyone's thinking, wow, we need to get one of these stud wide receivers. But I'm a big believer that no one should get that big of a piece of a pie. Yeah. I hate that quarterbacks do. Obviously, you need a great quarterback. I think every quarterback is overpaid. Sure. And I, I get it. You're not winning much with a bet. Like, you look at Super Bowls in the last 20 years. I think we've done this before. All the quarterbacks that were playing were like Pro Bowl, like great co- quarterbacks. So you need, to, you need to get a quarterback on your team, but it's like, I feel like you could get a mid-tier quarterback that's not worth forty million a year and Absolutely. upgrade your team in other spots. I don't know. And then like we, what you it have was, your Brad Johnsons win the <laughs> Super Bowl. You have Brad, your uh, what the fuck Trent Dilfer, Joe Flacco's. Like, yeah, these are fucking guys. I would average. Ra- I'd rather poke my eyes out than watch Joe Flacco or oh, fucking for, <laughs> Brad Johnson one, be my quarterback. Except for that one year where Joe Flacco was just fucking phenomenal. Was that his Super Bowl? That was a Super Bowl year. Yeah. He was incredible throwing the deep ball. Hit hit gold. Hit made, gold the made, one year. He was like forty million after that, and then that was the end of it. Okay, but yeah, yeah. Every everybody. It's, uh, oh, it's, go ahead, Alex. It's uh, it's supply and demand. So that the next few years is like is the is the wide receiver bubble, and it might spill over into tight ends yeah. or whatever the next thing might be. But that's what's going to happen is teams are just going to realize like I'm, you know, what I can draft this guy and and get a guy who could has a high potential to. Uh, fill in for my $10 million contract, but I only have to pay him a million. I mean, there's, that's a no brainer. A hundred percent. So who AJ with, with you saying that, who do you think's the most overrated Dallas Cowboy? I mean, I got to join one half of the multiverse with uh, Nate here <laughs> and say, I think Zeke. And the only reason is, um, is because I can't really think of anybody else. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and, and, and he is just, He's on the, of course, he's the starting running back for Dallas Cowboys. He's had some great seasons. So he's on that, like, if you look at the pillars of who um, who you who you think of and or who the stars are of the Dallas Cowboys, he's definitely on there. But I think he's he certainly dropped down a few rungs. And and honorable mention could be CeeDee Lamb. Um, wow. Wow. You know, but... I'm just saying could could, could be. be. I guess it's I'm a make or break year. That. It's a make or break year for yes. him. He's got the big yeah. boy shorts on and it's time to He's got the big boy jersey for yeah, sure. Yeah, he does, right? He's got the the legacy going here. Uh the I there 
Crack him if you got him. Let before me get you. it, son. Crack him if you got him, son. Crack, crack him if you got him, son. Since we're not, <laughs> where's the camera? <laughs> it's right there. Since we're not in Vegas, it's uh, it's you're crack him if you got him, son. Not that crack not him baby. if you got it, baby. Add who's you who, uh, who you got for well, overrated. Hang on a second. So, but before that, give us some chat. Um, give us some I, chat talk. I want, I'm going to say Stephen White just said Diggs is by far, and I think he's talking about who's the most overrated player. I can't say, I mean, just hearing the amount of trash that people throw at Diggs because of the amount of yardage he gives up, I don't think he's, I don't think he's overrated as, at all. Exactly. I love, I love me some Diggs. We're, I love we're, me we're some big, Diggs. This, we're big Diggs have like seven interceptions last 11. year. I mean, 11 oh. years, holy fuck. Hasn't happened in 40 years. But. I mean, <laughs> the thing is, how can a player, everyone calls him overrated and everyone slags on him. I don't, I think Diggs is right where he, where he, and I would love for people to keep throwing the ball at him. Yeah, because I'll let Diggs, I'll let Diggs give up a hundred yards. There's not besides a Tony Pollard uh, kickoff return, a, a, a Trevon Diggs interception touchdown is like we go absolutely bonkers. We fucking love it. We shotgun when it happens. Like that's we love it. I yeah. love me some Diggs. Yeah, we've tra- yeah, and Stephen White saying they trash AB. I yeah, mean, they we, do. We we've trashed AB on a couple plays, but not like I think we're we've we've, we've all been Anthony Brown fans. We are Anthony Brown fans so. it, minus the Thanksgiving Day game when we were live and he had four. <laughs> Pi call. Yeah. Hey, everyone. Uh, everyone has. Uh, everyone has a package. So, who's your guy? Who's your most overrated? I have those on Thanksgiving once. Too. <laughs> uh, most overrated. Um, you know, I, I have to go. I have to go with uh, with the consensus. I mean, I think right at least from last year, most over. And again, I can't even say he's overrated. Uh, I can't say that Zeke was an overrated. Uh. Uh, player on the Cowboys Let's because stats up here. he's just he just got he's overpaid. Yeah, he's overpaid. You know what I mean? So he's overpaid. So I someone mentioned Ceedee Lamb, um, and not from the the overrated, but I don't think even Ceedee Lamb's uh, overrated. So um, Zeke Zeke stats here in twenty twenty one. Yeah, AJ was Zeke stats last year oh, thousand did, yards. Sorry, I was four four point two yard carry average, which that to me is a huge stat. If yeah. you're he so he had 237 attempts with a 4.2 average. Maybe they should have given him the ball more. Like 237 yeah. isn't that much for a starting uh, and running back. Still almost 50 receptions for a fucking running back. I mean Jesus Christ, so he had that's tw- incredible. He had 12 touchdowns, uh, 12 almost 1300 yards, a decent average, and he's a great blocker. Is he worth? I'm, I'm just going great blocker. Sorry, I'm, I'm going to channel. Uh, you're going to pee uh, on a parade, the, aren't you? Uh, Barry Grant Jr. Very Grant Grant Jr. here, and just go and look at his game stats. He he did like sixty or seventy percent of those in the first six games. He did, yeah. And that and it's been on so, record. He was playing injured after the uh, that, yeah after like week yeah. six. He was playing injured, and that's on the coaching staff. They should have sat him, especially when you have a running back like Pollard in in the in creeping in the bushes, yeah. right? Like, yeah. why wouldn't you if Zeke was hurt? Let him sit. Especially yep. we were seeing it. You could tell Zeke was hurt going into playoffs. Well, I mean, playoffs. Playoffs. The, there's no. There's absolutely zero reason for that to have happened. That's 150% uh, on the coaches. Like, it, it does just because Zeke is getting paid what he's getting paid, it doesn't mean that he can 
make the call whether or not he's going to play. Yeah, he's like, I'm playing no matter what. It's like, no, fuck, no, fuck you're, you. You're sitting. You're, you're, you're hurting us. You're, you're sitting you're hurt, and you're, you're hurting us. We're going to wait till play, playoffs and yeah. you're going to come in and you're, you're going to get the workload. So we're going to, last thing we're going to do here well, is. Well, last thing we're going to do is Stephen White just said he subbed and he set the bells. So if you haven't. Oh, nice. And thank you, Stephen White. So Appreciate if you're watching it. this Ooh. right now and you haven't liked or subscribed or even set those motherfucking notifications on, get it, kid, because we're starting to uh, fire back. We're ramping up. up. the season, baby. We're ramping up. We do live streams every game. We get a little messy, but it's always AJ gets Big Ted. Yeah. Nate Dog loves coming by. Like we we have a good time. The live streams, my yeah. something that we didn't even plan on doing. It's probably like the most fun thing to do. I know, and and we go live every Sundays. Uh, this week we made room for the Mavs game. I mean, us being Canadians uh, and not basketball fans, we weren't uh, thinking about the NBA playoffs, and uh, we moved it to Monday. We did. I think, a, I think it was I think it was a good decision to do that. Okay, so we're going to take no. a... Sorry, AJ. Oh, AJ wants to talk. Yeah, let's what? hear what you want to say. We don't want to hear you. <laughs> could, could you imagine doing the cast without doing the live stream now? No. Um, no. I actually look forward to it. During yep. season, like you wake up on Sunday. I like when it was like the Saturday night games or like we had a day off yeah. after because then yep. we could just get messy. Yep. <laughs> I actually looked yeah. at... I looked at... Uh, all of next year and like when things are popping up and I've just, I've just been moving and shifting things based on being, uh, having to hit every single game. I'm going to be in, Ve- I'm going to be in Vegas and the, the Raiders play that Sunday when I'm in Vegas, but so do the Cowboys, you know where I'm going to be in my hotel room, live streaming, live streaming with, with, with you boys yeah, because it. fuck the Raiders. <laughs> uh, Jose wants to know. Yeah. Jose, we went yep. to the draft this year and we are going to go to the draft next year. KC. It's our trip. KC, so if you're there. It's in KC next year. Yep, you yep. coming? Fuck yeah. Yeah, you coming with us, Nate? Beautiful barbecue and everything. Well, I didn't know it was in KC. Wow. Yeah. They're do, They're getting it all geared up. They're going to make like a draft, uh, like the infrastructure. They're going to even build around it. Because you see what Vegas uh, brought for those yeah. that days. Like it's it definitely injects uh, when we were there, a booster w- to your economy. When we were there, we were just saying to ourselves the whole time, how can they not not do it in vegas every single year yeah i'm well, kind of bummed and, out and the the draft used to be in new york um every year until i guess i think it was two years ago was it new york or chicago it was in new york it was underneath the uh, madison square garden there's another theater that would be new york would be kind of cool too yeah, it, yeah that's where as long as you don't get stabbed right? yeah <laughs> don't, don't take the subway don't take the subway so we're gonna look at above the or over the cap i keep i typed in over the cap earlier up uh, or sorry above the cap it's over the cap it base it's a website that breaks down how much uh, cap space we have, effective cap space, active cap spending, and dead money. We've looked oh, at this wow. a couple times before. I'll I'll highlight the Cowboys just so that uh, anyone looking at the screen can kind of see it. Is that should I zoom in a bit or is that looks like Dallas is going for it? I'll zoom in a bit here. Looks like second <laughs> <laughs> <Sega> my beach. <laughs> well, there it is. So the Cowboys have thirteen point three million dollars to flaunt around flaunt to make it rain. Them. Flaunt it if you got them. What would you guys do right now with that thirteen million? Like, what position do we think could have an upgrade? With there's still some decent players out there. Is this a lead-in to go into the the Robert Quinn trade? Yep. Okay. Which doesn't really, I mean, obviously if we get Quinn, it does matter what our cap space is because we're going to have to have enough to have him on the team. But mm-hmm. yeah, this is kind of a pre-segue to the us trading for, for Robert Quinn possibly. Well, how much is Quinn? 
Let's check it out. Let's see what what his. Uh, this is like a. This I is like didn't a, know you guys were in on Robert Quinn. Wow. Yeah, they're look. Well, they're just talking this, about today. This, this is the thing with the Cowboys and Cowboys fans. Yeah. Any player could be mentioned. Yeah. yeah. Debo Samuel, OBJ. Yeah. Oh, I was waiting. It's been how, what, how long were we the, running? By the way, I hope you guys get Debo. Samuel. We won't. It's too expensive. I was for uh, what you would trade for him. You bet. Yeah, it's too yeah. expensive. I I just because I had Debo on my fantasy team last year, I would love to. Uh, take him again this year and him being a cowboy. Yeah, for sure. I want that to happen for you, Adam. Thank you. Uh, Stephen White saying, save money for digs. He'll want two bags. (laughs) Probably. He probably will. They'll pay him. So here's Robert Quinn's salary right now. 224. He's due. So that's all our salary cap, basically, unless we get him down. He's old. Like right this year, he's going to be 32, which is old in football terms. Um, but mm-hmm. he's basically cost, he's going to cost the rest of our, uh, salary cap. No guaranteed money for the next three years. No, nope. nothing. So that's probably why he wants to trade it out. Right. Yep. So he, but he's got, that's like a, they paid a lot for him and he's demanding to get out of there. So oh. we would basically have to use the rest of our, our, um, salary cap to get this guy plus give up probably draft picks. I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't. No. I don't want to give. I one. I don't like giving up draft picks for a guy that's over thirty, right? And two, he's going to take up all our cap space. I think we could probably get two half decent players for what we have left in cap space. To be honest, I, I'd rather no. I'd rather see us go out and get a cornerback for like like a half decent starting cornerback yeah. for like seven or eight million. To be honest, and keep all our draft picks. Isn't there? Uh... Dominic and Sue, isn't he still out there too? Well, we're going to go and we're going to get up uh, remaining. Jose's uh, saying JPP and Bar JPP would help the locker room on what it takes to win a Super Bowl. Cowboys lack that from a player stand-up. Bar would provide uh, linebacker depth. That's right. JPP is still available too. So there's still 17 players available after the cl- <laughs> There it is. Yeah. Jay. Jay. Big hood in the beard. Yeah, they dog. Wants it so that he can get a jersey that says Johnson on the back, <laughs> and then he'll be like, "I didn't." No, I, it's not like I put my own name on my jersey as <laughs> an actual player. Oh no, no, this I know. I get confused with him all the time. I'm <laughs> the Canadian Alexander Johnson. <laughs> oh. You're his doppel. You're name doppelganger. You just start referring to yourself yeah. as an expat because you've been traveling for the last three months. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm the expat Alexander yeah. Johnson. So Clowney actually got si- re-signed with the Browns wow. for eleven one year, eleven million dollars. Huh. Which is that's not a bad. Okay, so hey, I would have rather done that than trade for Robert Quinn. Yeah, for sure. Oh right? yeah, yeah. That's we, a good yep. price. We had we had the money to Robert Quinn's going to ask for the same amount, and you're going to have to trade for him. But here, we this is but, out of the one. Oh, sorry, AJ, you go before he's I. He's four years older. No, the the other it was it was Alexander Johnson. That's a, and that's a legitimate great um, su- suggestion linebacker. And then there's also Dante Hightower linebacker. Yep. So one of those would be an interesting pickup. It, it would definitely make that linebacker because it's the. I mean, you look at that. You could linebacker position if Parsons wasn't there would be just oh man small. just a giant oh, question mark sorry about oh <laughs> whammy 
What's Come this on, one do? Up. Oh, <laughs> I just wanted to see what this one did. Come on, listen up. Come on, listen up. <laughs> Skin that smoke wagon and see uh, what happens. That's always fun to do. Beautiful. So this is the best NFL free agents still left out of the 101 yeah. top uh, uh, NFL free agents. You guys know I have to out of. I have to say, someone sign Odell. Yeah. I know. You know oh, I, yeah. You know I have to. Nate Dog, remember the Grim Reaper? Yeah, Super- yeah. You know I have to. Someone sign Odell. So anyone in chat right now who doesn't know what we're yeah. talking about, Nate Dog basically asked for Odell to get hurt in the yeah. Super Bowl, and then I think it was like three, play, yeah, was like three, three plays, plays later, yeah. Nate, he Nate, blew his knee out. Yeah. And you felt bad after. The injury still whisperer. Do. You still, still The injury whisperer. But guess what? He got a ring, so don't feel too bad. You should have been using your gym. You should have yeah. been using your power on Jimmy G. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, uh, I thought he would hurt himself <laughs> enough to get out of there, but uh, and, and Jimmy G some, somehow finds a way to fuck over the San Francisco 49ers no matter what. Of course he does. In, in, Nate's, in Nate's multiverse, he doesn't have the ability to send positive inflections. Yeah, it's players. positive. It's yeah. all negative inflections. It's, He's about to get hurt. He's going to fumble. Yeah. He's going to hit the sideline yeah, kid. I only have that skill. So we're going to scroll through the remaining uh, free agents here. Stop if you hear, see someone. Stop him if you got him, son. Gronk still still out there? No, they would never. They would never put. He's only no. signing with one team. Akeem Hicks. You're you're gonna get. A, look at this. You got Akeem Hicks, Trey Flowers. I'd rather get one of these yeah. guys for cheaper than what Quinn's gonna be, and you keep all your draft picks. Absolutely. How, how how many? How much are they gonna be? I'd say probably eight mil. Yeah, less than the thirteen you guys have left. I guess. Yeah. Say, yeah less than that. They're yeah. gonna be. They're definitely gonna be less than that. And the, the further down you go, the better. Will Fuller still around? Eric Fisher. I mean, I, he wouldn't I mean, be terrible. Hey, as Julio. That tre- tre- uh, center Treader from uh, Pittsburgh. He's a little bit above, but um, not a to, sexy pick. You want me to go up there? But he, j- j- uh, a little bit lower now. Oh, oh, this guy, right there. JC Treader. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and he's a center, and it wouldn't hurt to get another guy in the room, right? I And you yeah. know what? It's not the sexiest pick, like he said, but I'd be down for it. I just saw the one that I want this guy, Anthony Barr. Anthony Barr. Not only do we share the same initials and first name, yeah. same penis yeah. size. <laughs> That's right. Micro penis. Right? <laughs> micro penis. We're both, we're both unfortunately, <laughs> succumbed to the micro penises. Oh, man. Anthony Barr and Anthony Bessie, micro penises. Anthony, shower in his boxer's bar. No, what? No. <laughs> Be, yeah, Anthony Barr showers in his boxer. They're like, why is he doing that? Oh, yeah, micro dick. <laughs> micro cock. <laughs> Justin Houston. Another great, like, there's some, there's some decent guys here. Sheldon Richardson. These guys, and like you said, Sue, these guys are going to be cheaper than, uh, you're going to, one, you're going to be cheaper than Robert Quinn, and two, I've said this four or five times already, you're going to keep all your fucking draft picks. Yep. Yep. So there's still, and there's a high tower that AJ was talking about. He's at 97, so we'd probably get a smoking deal, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Pair that with pair that with Dan Quinn, and you're gonna get something. Yeah. Stephen White saying we have an awesome edge rotation for now. A solid corner. We can't depend on B man flats or Nation right. Uh, Nation Nashawn right and Blount yet. Exactly. Or risk it with rookies as backup. Save the dough for a freak. Exactly. You need to you need to get some depth, and this is that time. There's that that window right now is like the third wave of free agency. I don't know if the Cowboys are waiting for one of these guys to get signed to a team, which will kind of reset now the price because that's what happens. You get the initial guys yeah. that get picked up, and that sets the price. And then in the second and third wave, someone goes, and then that sets the price. So they're, they're probably not wanting to overpay. 
Yeah, Jerry Jones is looking at his. I, I look at my players like he's looking estate. at his salt. He's looking at his salt shaker, just licking <laughs> his lips. He's explaining to Steven. He's like, I look at my players like I look at real estate. Someone sets the market, and then there's a bubble, and then the bubble bursts, and you come in and you and you buy all these people from bankruptcy. Daddy, I don't know what the fuck you just said. <laughs> yeah, Daddy, Daddy. First off, can you stop salting your McGriddle while you're talking to me? Because my eyes are starting to burn, Daddy. So. Steven oh, yes. Jones oh, ain't coming in anything, that's for sure. So let's get some <laughs> final thoughts from you guys here, and we'll do some final thoughts from chat. And I think we're going to – I think that wraps it up. I think that was a pretty good episode. We hit on a lot of shit. Yeah. Uh, and we're starting to ramp up again, which I, I love. I'll call the place from the line. Defense will never know what hit them. So this is like our – this is our, our moment. Everyone gets their, their turn to say kind of whatever they want. Okay. Nate Dog, anything you want. doesn't have to be Cowboys related. can be NFL. It could be life. It doesn't matter what, yeah. what – the floor is yours. Well, you put me on the spot here, but um, you love me. You know, I, I love you guys. Your show is phenomenal. Crack him if you motherfucking got him. That's all I got to say. Yeah, boy. Okay. <laughs> I love it. That was a good mic drop, AJ. I know you're not going to be lost for words. So, what do you got? What do you got going on here? Uh, I'm just excited to get back into the season and start seeing uh, how all of our p- opinions change from what we're talking about right now. The ebb and flow. I'm. I'm. I'm now. I'm in my sophomore year here as a uh, Cowboys <laughs> fan, so I have a little bit more of uh, the expectation for like what's coming. And uh, whereas before, I was like super positive. I can see why Ant like just did. not. Not that you're negative, but I can see why you why you can go from zero to sixty <laughs> <laughs> when like you know because uh, that's just part of being it. And and, and the. The uh, last thing is just like um, keep the comments coming, the questions, the the I don't know answers to our questions. <laughs> yeah. uh, when we're talking and we're misinformed, thanks for call us out. Us. Call us out. <laughs> call, call us. Call us out instantly. Okay, Ad. What about you? What do you got? What do you got on your mind, son? Grab a chance. <laughs> uh, what do I got on my mind? I. Uh, you know, not. A lot. I was waiting for that. I wasn't actually paying attention. No, right, right. <laughs> hey, listen, I got a lot that I, that goes on. I know you do. And sometimes, yeah. like at the start of the podcast, you black out. I was no, I wasn't blacked out. The chat. You've been drinking for four days straight. No, when I when <laughs> I kidding. when I select like people's chats, That's like I'm, I kind of look at the chat and then I want to select and I put somebody on the screen for whatever reason. It wasn't working. There's, oh, okay, there's gotcha. no reason behind it. I was trying to troubleshoot it. You guys are fucking yapping. I can't say <laughs> call a T. I can't go T T T. I can't. I can't ask for a timeout. I can't challenge the play. I just have to. I have to do it live. You got to do it live. I have you to know do it live. You kept your composure though. I yeah. do keep my composure. But next time, just say C D Lamb. If I go add, what do you think? Just say C D Lamb. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> before <laughs> I give. Code. Before I give. To him. Before I give my last word, I'll, I'll give uh, Stephen White. I like to really. I like to hone in on. People who are really active in the chat. Stephen White's been active. Yep. Jose Christian's been active today. Mr. B. Um, a couple of our regulars. Coop was, uh, Coop's been active. Coop, Coop. So, uh, Stephen White, his last word of the show, Matt, uh, while at Zetco at tight end, fire, don't lose him, putting him on a practice squad, the White Woods. So, he's a, he's one of you. He, he obviously played for a team that you followed in college. We love that. I love yeah. hearing, like, guys that, especially during the draft process, uh, yeah. chat would tell us about someone that, they're like, what do you guys think about so-and-so? We're like, yeah, I we're think, just learning about him right now from you talking to us I, about him. I think because this was like we went down to the draft this year, 
we were really invested into who we're picking. I do think that the can fan is going to start to look at uh, the college scene a little bit more, make a, le- a little bit of a bigger effort. I think because this has become, I don't want to say this has become our job, but this has become something that we do so frequently. It would help for us to be able to kind of uh, be invested more. See, I always find the problem. I get invested with the first round. And even then when Tyler Smith got drafted, I was like, no, yeah, we haven't. Guess what? Go the, back to go the, back. The reaction of uh, him being drafted and then seeing your face was phenomenal. I'm just like, and then I just seen every other Cowboys fan of the draft going nuts. So I just went nuts. And then you went nuts. It was yeah. phenomenal. It was go, fucking phenomenal. Go back and watch the uh, Vegas, that Eagles fan. That's yeah, Vegas Day One <laughs> vlog with uh, with Anthem when they when we get our first round. He's like Tyler Smith. Yeah. <laughs> and then we had to like cut out like Fuck ten seconds of me like, just like, like yeah. looking, looking up like this. Yeah. <laughs> and they cut to right him bopping up and down. Yeah, I just went. Guys. I went for yeah. it. I was. I, I don't know. I was probably about seventeen fucking Miller lights deep by that point. Yeah. <laughs> like, or maybe eight Miller lights. lights and like eight uh, white claws. White claws for a max Ooh. total of like two hundred and fifty bucks oh, US. Man. Fuck, what did up. we get plus, yeah. plus smoke by that seventy degrees outside? Yeah, right no, there. it was, dude. It was, it was ninety something. That's ridiculous. Yeah, it was hot. So my final thoughts are, like you said, we love doing this. We love having people show up and, and shoot the shit with us. It makes it makes uh, for a better experience for us. Like, I love seeing other people in chat that are diehard Cowboys fans. Uh, die, and Nate Dog just a diehard football fan. Uh, it's just a good time, and it makes the offseason a little less painful. And I just can't wait. I just can't wait for season to start again. Yeah, I mean, it just like the uh, the teams going to OTAs and they're in their offseason. We're, we're in our offseason season. Fuck one of our hosts is has been on the other side of the world right now for the last <laughs> little bit. Still showing up every fucking week. Seven a.m. Um, for him. Seven a.m. Cracking changs at Grabbing seven a.m. Changs on. Uh, and then and then, uh, but ultimately, <laughs> ultimately, in terms of like the team, not. I mean, we're kind of we're bystanders until uh, until some news starts kind of some training through. camp. Like even OTA, even stuff. OTAs is like. You don't find out anything yeah. really. Like you'll see guys, but until training camp starts and you get some preseason games to see some of these dudes in action, it's as fans, like you said, it's kind of just a crapshoot. You got to rely on the articles and kind of form your own opinion, which we try to do our best at. I do want to see. I would like to see some sort of signing, though. We didn't have any major free agent signing. Oh my gosh! You get a little ant. Took me an hour there to get more you. I've been doing that consistently oh, all. It's like, wow, we watch this. We watch this Cowboys can fan. I mean, it's not too bad, but these guys they fucking burp breathe every fucking two minutes. It's like hey, it's like they're gasping for fucking air. Um, no, I, I'm I'm looking forward to. I would like to see some sort of like big, uh, big signing. I want to see a signing. Yeah, me too. I, I I do think Anthony Barr would be great for us to get an outside linebacker position. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. But still, like, and we this is going against us talking about paying wide receivers and running backs a lot of money right now because there's so many of them. But it would be it would be a hot take to see somebody like uh, um, Odell one year signed. deal it one one year deal it see what he can do. Um, but Bitcoin I, get Bitcoins I, at an all time low I, right now. I wish the best for OBJ. That's Hell yeah, that's all I guess. So <laughs> I'm I'm gonna call JJ's JJ's like I'm back because he was gonna he was watching the Warriors game. He's like I'm back. Fuck tards. 
And guess what? We out, son. We, yeah, say thanks for coming back because you're going to see you're about to catch the outro. Uh, for Nate Dog sitting over on that couch looking like the most beautiful San Fran fan I've ever seen. Oh, Bandwagon wow. boy one over here, man in the man in the control booth, and then our uh, our Viet Cong friend AJ down there uh, holding it down on the other side of the the planet. Uh, we'll be back next Sunday. We ha- we have an interview. We're gonna have some shit going on. Everyone that's in chat, we'd love for you guys to come back. We appreciate it. We love we love it. Hit that like button. We out. Sign. You got knocked the fuck that's out. The, that's the wrong one. Oh, oh. beautiful. You got knocked the fuck <laughs> <Yeah>. out. <laughs>